More with Mo. My name's Mo Reese. More with Mo is brought to you by AverageMoPOV.com. Today, as always, recording here in the San Fernando Valley, here in my office, the Lego storage unit, which is seriously overfilled right now. When the girls used to stay here before COVID, they called it the Moasis. I just call it home. So um, I got contacted by a PR person uh, in the past couple days and said, hey, uh, I have this person that you know that wants to uh, do your podcast, uh, but she's been gone for a little while. And I was like, well, let's see. Oh, okay. And th then I remembered her. I was like, wait a second. Yes, of course I want her on the podcast. So today here over the phone is after a five-year break of the adult industry, Jessica Ryan. Hey, Jessica. Hey. <laughs> so welcome back to... Uh, the land of pornography. Um, you know, your welcome package will arrive in the mail at some point in time. Um, so in a box, hopefully. The last time we've been on set together, at least a few times, uh, if not more. Um, and back that was back in the good old days when I was yeah. uh, working at Penthouse. And uh, you were working with uh, directors like Sky Blue over there. Um, mm -hmm. And then you disappeared. Like, and then I disappeared. So, it was like a magic trick. But I also disappeared because I left Penthouse and then I went over to other companies. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's porn. So, uh -huh. yeah, I mean, we all come and go. So, let's start off with the big question that everybody's going to ask. What have you been doing? What have I been doing? Oh, my God. Oh, that's such a can of worms there. Um, so... I don't know if you know about me, but um, me getting into the adult industry originally um, was kind of like a revolutionary, like stepping out of my Protestant background and being like, I want to do all of the sexual things and, and, you know, in a safe manner and have a blast doing it. And so I developed myself a lot, like in my sexual taste in porn and, you know, having been in for four years there was a point where I'm like ah okay where is the performer and where is like me as an individual like as far as my sexual tastes and whatnot and so I just kind of needed to push a pause on that and like go and try to live a normal life and like explore those things by myself um so I went up to wine country so I was near San Francisco and um yeah. And like, you know, I tried kind of like a more normal life and it was very interesting trying to blend in because I don't blend in very well. <laughs> so I'm assuming then, uh, wine country, you sat around and enjoyed your days with your fortunes from pornography, drinking Pinot Noir, watching high end Netflix. Um, that's what I'm assuming you were doing. And I think that's, a, I think that's a fun way to just explain what you've been doing for five years. That's a um, super fun way to explain it. And it, I was getting to gallivant around and, you know, like under the like attempt of anonymity. <laughs> no, actually that's, that is a uh, interesting question. Um, how many people leave the adult industry and it, even coming in, there's always the warning. The second you do get naked on the internet once everybody knows who you are which I don't necessarily believe, but once you're in for a couple of years, you do get more recognizable. Mm -hmm. But I'm, yeah. someti I'm sometimes on set with girls that I was on set with six months ago and I have forgotten just because I'm around so many girls. So maybe we you have a unique experience though. Exactly. <laughs> so my question is, is did you get recognized where you were like, Oh my God, that person just came up and said, you're Jessica. Or was it kind of, Hey, that guy's looking at me. He may know who I am or he may just think I'm a hot chick. How, how did that work for you? 
Uh, you know, it's such a, there's so many different experiences. Um, there are the, you look familiar and it just immediately makes me crack up, um, because it's just like, it's going to be it's revealing of both of us if I reveal any of that. Um, cause it's always in polite or like civilized kind of situations. Um, and then I've, I've actually had friends, um, people that I've, I've been friends with for the last five years. And I, when I started back up, um, doing my Twitter feed and my only fans, like they popped up on there and I'm like, Whoa, oh, like, yeah. did, how did you find this? And they're like, Oh, I've always been like a secret, like admirer and like always been a fan. And some of my friends, like after I kind of come back, have come back in, they told me, well, they'd be like, it was super weird. Like when I'm browsing through porn, all of a sudden, like you'll just pop up sometimes. And it's just like, some of them are like into it. Others are like, ah, it's weird. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to, because I, I had this thought actually two days ago when I was posting some of my uh, mini vids clips that are older. Mm-hmm. I have some scenes that are a decade old. The girls that Damn. are long since gone from uh, the industry. So, How do you feel as somebody who has left for a period of time who may or may not have known if they were coming back or not? How do you feel about a company who owns the rights to say, we'll use Penthouse. Penthouse owns the rights to the scenes you did. um, And you're gone for three years. The scene was seven years ago. You know what I mean? And all of a sudden you're on the cover of a box cover as a... Now, at that point in time, a civilian, how do you feel about that? Do you, are you are you upset by that? Are you concerned by that? Or do you just go, eh, it's my past and I move on? How, how do you how would you react to that? Um, you know, I'd be like, I, my reaction would be fuck. Yeah. Um, but I recognize that it's a mixed bag of things because everybody has different hangups around sex. And like, again, like it, where there's always going to be that external judgment and depending on your environment it can really fucking suck for me i've purposely like surrounded myself with people that like they that that's not going to be their hang up <laughs> like because yeah. that that's they're going to be more problems <laughs> no definitely that's a that's good I, I i was literally just as i was posting something that had been posted numerous times but i was like i wonder what happened to her i wonder what she's doing right now mm-hmm. i wonder if she would have an issue with that and i took that moment yeah. to consider it uh but then since it had already been out there so much i was kind of like uh, okay i'll think about this another day i need to make a little bit right, of money you know right. well and it's it's super hard because there is some people where it's like you know if I had the intention of having kids um you know that would be like oh my god well at the same time like I'm also the the person that I am where it's like deal with it and I honestly hate most parents (laughs) but um you know some people if they did decide to try to get into teaching afterward I'm like well that was a funny career move because you're like we all know how puritanical people can be sure um but yeah, I mean, it, it's, it, it depends on the person, I suppose it's individual based. Sure. I had, I had a conversation with somebody that was saying, you know, there is no other career that follows you around like this. And, you know, and, and you yeah. know, where you're changed. and I said, go talk to vanilla ice. 30, ah. 30 years ago, he did a little song called ice ice baby for the oh past 30 years. Any time he is seen by somebody or is performing immediately. So he's gonna, he can never do a concert and not do Ice Ice Baby. You know, oh my God. Journey. Think about, yo, uh, Don't Stop Believing. 
There isn't a concert that Journey can do without playing that song. And some of those people have to go, God, why did we make this song? <laughs> this is this is just, I have sang it 8,000 times. I hate this song, but the, the fans will riot. So obviously it's different from doing sex stuff, but I was like, there's other industries where thing you do early on in your career, you may regret later for various yeah. reasons. Well, you know, and that's the difficulty, but it's like, at the same time, I really feel like as a society, people need to get the fuck over it. Yeah, no, de- uh, definitely. And, uh, you know, that's, that's definitely a thing. Now you, uh, you have come back, um, yeah. and the industry, uh, I mean, from year to year, um, let's say two years ago, Snapchat was all the rage. You have to have a Snapchat. When I got mm-hmm. into porn, everybody was advertising on MySpace and then it was Twitter and you couldn't have nudity. So there was all these side things for nudity and then Twitter allowed mm-hmm. everything, you know, Facebook banned everyone, you know, Instagram, you're coming back in a time where social media and having your own platforms, um, is more important than ever and also more oh lucrative God. than ever. Yeah. How much of this did you jump into the deep end of the pool when you came back? Were you informed when you came back or were you like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Oh shit. What do I have to do now? How, how did this go and why? Oh, I dove in. Um, you know, I was fortunate enough that what, right when I just decided to sign off was when um, OnlyFans did become like a thing in the industry. And, you know, they were trying to make it back then. Um, and um, so I was already familiar with the platform. And, you know, I have a couple of friends that, um, you know, that the, they've been in the content game for a while. And, um, you know, and as far as social media goes, like it's it's just always been kind of a thing for me. So it, it, it was awesome. I mean, it's like being able to like swim in that sea and make money easily and not just do it like hoping to like maybe I'll get a gig. I'm like, no, I'm already like this is already fucking lucrative. I'm stoked. It's been great. No, I know that there's definitely a talent that have said, you know, what's really great about this is I can, I, I don't have to make all my money from set. And in fact, uh-huh. while I'm on set, I can be doing certain things with my OnlyFans. You know, obviously it annoys producers, directors, cameramen, PAs, everyone on set when you have a talent uh-huh. that's going, I'm over here doing OnlyFans. And you're like, well, you're here to do this. But yeah. if you have downtime, if you're, you're sitting waiting for another talent to get done in makeup and you have an hour, you can sit there and do things. So you can be making money while while you're making money right hey and you know i love residual income too like that just that makes me happy when i'm making money while i'm sleeping yeah, yes. um and it's just another platform to like have stuff available for fans and make things more personal no. um and honestly when it comes to set i'm like take your selfie and finish it don't like don't make things go slower <laughs> like, yeah. that, that i think that that should be something that should be a standard uh, now you were around me more uh, when when I was with Penthouse and I was not always known as the nicest uh, of guys and that I was kind of a hardcore person about making I never thought that you were not a nice guy well I was I took as some people said my job too seriously and I'm like but when you're the head of production of Penthouse you have to take your job seriously you because there's money and, exactly so um, now I'm a little bit more lax um, but the inner production manager comes out in me sometimes when I'm looking at a girl taking a selfie and just giving her the look of going you're done now. Uh, you're done and then it's like oh shit okay yeah i'm done you know um, how funny but, you know there's always a lull when like on set there's like a moment when they're like setting up lights or something you know it is like it 
take that time, take your selfie, and, you know, post shit later, because anyways, you shouldn't be posting shit from set. Absolutely. Thank you. Look, uh, somebody from the past who knows how it should be. Um, (laughs) A lot of uh, new talent don't uh, understand that concept, because porn has been so um, available, and so out there, and so exposed Whereas the time of going, hey, yeah, you know, uh, we need to be cautious so that people don't know where we're filming or when we're filming or what we're filming, you know, that's gone out the window. And so it it becomes a little tough. Now, you are going back to sets. And um, obviously, everybody, I think, on the planet knows uh, that COVID has happened and we are now in our, like, 18th year of uh, various stages of you know closures <laughs> or quarantines or masks or testing or whatever. So oh. how do you feel coming from, first off, coming from more of a civilian life back into going on sets and in a different atmosphere from when you left? How, how is that for you? You know, I've actually really uh, appreciated it. Um, because the testing um, procedures for um, shooting, like at the protocol of that, I wasn't really sure getting back into shooting. Like that's one reason I like I was so hesitant at first because I'm like, ah, you know, COVID. I don't really want to like be putting myself at too much risk. And um, then I found out about the testing policy being about is it like 72 hours, sometimes 48 hours. Typically, first, 20, um, 24 to 48. The company I work with, the max uh, is 48. We uh, we're definitely. Uh, we prefer 24, but the testing has been very difficult. But it's like, I mean, we are very yeah. firm on, you know, and making sure there's, we have a whole list of policies that are very yeah. public out there. And, you know, and, most companies do. And so it's made me feel like safer. And I recognize that like nothing is ever technically foolproof. Like stuff can happen. But 100%. Knock on wood, it hasn't for me yet. And so I'm super fortunate in that. And it's been nice um, being able to connect with people um, and like and have my little porno reunion and stuff. And because otherwise I'm not particularly social. I'm like that. I don't feel particularly safe otherwise. Sure. Like people are tested. This is cool. <laughs> now, you you took a break and, you know, without divulging what you're what you're personally doing at home two years ago. Um, you, you explored your sexuality and what you liked and what you didn't like in the early days of porn. Now that you're coming back, are you like, hey, wait a second, I forgot how much I liked this part and how much I hated this part. Hey, you know uh, what? I love doggy, but I hate reverse cowgirl. And I'm not asking your favorite position, but it's one of those things of, <laughs> since you explored your sexuality and now you're coming back, are you looking to explore more where you take it to the next step where you go, hey, you know what? I never tried this, this, and this. I want to do it. And then, you know, even like even more acting, I know, no, even it's more of a general thing, even more like acting or less acting because the world has changed. What, What are your thoughts on coming back of, you know, what do you want to do? What do I want to do? Oh my gosh. Okay. Sorry. There were so many questions. <laughs> I appreciate the excitement though. I do that. Um, I'm sorry. No, no, no. So, um, you know, I totally forgot like 
coming back into um, shooting, like how fun it was to put together my set bag and like have these like personas say like for the day I'm playing this type of character, like even if it's like just a gonzo where there's no like long storyline, but it's still kind of a pickup of some sort where I'm like, I'm a housewife at the house. I'm like, you know, I'm going to be wearing a maid's outfit or whatever the fuck it is. Like, it's really fun getting ready for those things. And, um, you know, there's also the, um, slut in me (laughs) of where I'm like, all right. Like one of the things that really drove me like getting into the adult industry originally was like, I had gone through a breakup and I'm like, it's really difficult to just like find people that are down to fuck. They fuck well. And, um, there's not going to be like, you can be friends and it's not going to be weird. Um, I've missed that. And, um, yeah, the acting is really entertaining sometimes. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm trying to think of all the questions you, you asked. You covered, <laughs> yeah, no, sorry. It was meant to kind of blast at you where you could come yeah. up with, hey, here's here here I can expand on a whole bunch of stuff. And you answered that perfectly. Um, okay. So, no, 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 that was, uh, sometimes Are I do. Are you sure th- you don't want me to talk about my favorite position? No, no, I hate, I hate that question. But it's funny, there are girls that complain about going, um, I don't want to do reverse anymore because I'm just tired. You know, I mean, oh it's, my God. you know, I actually really like reverse. Cowgirl. Oh, well, there you go. Um, Look at that. Yeah. It, like I like it. There you go. See, I mean, everybody has their thing. Um, and I know the male talent loves it because they just get to lay there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so you're back and are you looking to a lot of talent from what I've seen and heard, uh, just through, you know, uh, just general conversation is, being on set, maybe less so. Uh, you know, obviously there's less work than there was when you, you know, when you left because I feel of, like it's been great, actually. You well, know, there's a, there's a, there seems to be limitations on some of the stuff when I say that because from a couple of years yeah. ago there is there is less. So, um, I are miss you? Gangbangs. <laughs> Are you using the, uh, and not in a negative way, but are you using some of the onset stuff as also as kind of, hey, I'm back. Now you can take a look at my OnlyFans. Yes, you can see this porn scene that I was in and I'll retweet it, but also it's good to have your OnlyFans and when it shows up yeah. on a site or whatever. Is that something well, that you're thinking about consciously or are you just like, eh, I'm going to go have sex and make money? Um, no, it's 100% a matter of cross promotion. Um, and I feel like this is a thing that the industry, some people do really well and some people just, I don't know if it's like a, a, a willful, um, version of, um, neglect or if like, they just don't know. Um, but the, I think feel like the industry thrives of kind of a word of mouth thing of where it's like, you talk about the person you shot with, you talk about the company you shot with, they talk about you and it's just like a, it's a promoting thing that like where it's just, it, it feeds itself. Definitely. Um, that was kind of a conscious effort of where I'm like, do I just do OnlyFans? Like maybe cam. And I'm like, it's been so long since I've been in. I know people would be thrilled to know that I'm back. And like, this is a great way to be like, Hey, I'm back. 
Exactly. No, I think I think that's a, I think that's a great way. Now you have you have changed. I went through and uh, checked out your Twitter, and you have uh-huh. changed one look about you. You uh, from what from what I remember, and I actually looked up a photo that I took of you. You pretty much look the same, except for now one major thing. You have <laughs> chopped your hair down. I I don't know the exact cut that you would say, but you went really short with your hair. Um, yeah. I, I personally love that, and there has been talent in the past who has done very well with that look, and I think you pull it off very nicely uh why did you decide to go on chopping it all off oh gosh well so it's actually called a bob i the um so the style that i went with is called a french bob if you want to know the term for it um but this is a regrowth actually i had shaved my head because my mom was dealing with some like like cancer stuff with her um and she was needing to do um radiation treatment so i shave my head with her nice i i know that 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 is a popular thing and i'm very sorry for, the, for what you went through uh and i know there's a lot of people that have done that same thing and i think that's an amazing uh thing of solidarity with somebody that you're close with to go hey we're going to go through as much of this as we can together so i think that's great and you know the hair grew back out there are some other girls that have shaved their head in in adult that are doing quite well you know honestly i i think that the shaved head look is hot and it's really funny like there are some people that love like short hair and then others it's just like it's again it's a cultural context of where it's like seeing anything other than long hair as like a non-feminine thing and I'm like I'm happy to shake that shit up I'm like I'm the kind of person where that's like it, maybe that could be considered a fetish of mine of where I'm like let me fuck your expectations and prove to you that they're wrong <laughs> you know it's funny because uh, early on you know I, I think a thing entertainment as a as a young age is something that molds us into certain things. And uh, um, I've said it a couple times and I put it on Twitter. One of my early crushes, which was, it's a completely odd one was Denise Crosby on Star Trek, the next generation. Now this is the eighties and she had, she had that very short chopped hair. Was, was, is she, um, what's her name? The cyborg? No, 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 no. That's uh, go a little bit further back. Uh, Her real name is Denise Crosby, but she went by Tasha Yar and she was kind of the uh, security officer. And so, you know, chop blonde hair. And so I look Which, at... Which uh, Star Trek is that one? Next Generation. So from uh, 86, 86 to about 92, I would guess. So yeah, it's before yeah. Voyager and Deep Space Nine. But uh, I gotta I, look her up. I'm gonna put you on speaker if that doesn't fuck with your audio. Because I'm so... It's like really not clicking to me. And I love Star Trek. <laughs> so she had the short chopped hair. And over the years as a photographer, and, you know, I've seen models with short hair and performers in adult. And I've always found that very, very attractive. But... Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. I feel that she's actually somebody that's imprinted on my mind as well, because I totally thought she was attractive. And so it's always been something. I saw her in Playboy at a young age as well. So I think that formed really? me... Yeah. As, so I think it's something that formed as a look that I liked. But it's funny, in my personal life, every single woman that I have um, had as a as a significant other, a girlfriend, my ex-wife, have all had long hair, and they all tend to be brunette. So it's an interesting thing uh. where I find this sexually attractive and very pleasing to photograph. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, in personal life, I'm like, nope, I like long hair brunettes. So it's, it's an interesting going, 
huh, we can like multiple things, but for strange reasons. Who knows? So maybe uh, yeah. maybe it was Star Trek that got me into, uh, you know, uh, into the short hair. Luckily, it wasn't the 60s. Otherwise, I'd be into Green Girls. Uh, and that, <laughs> that would go badly. Um, so you, you're doing the short hair. And uh-huh. I'm curious because you've been gone for a little while. Uh-huh. And um, w- the genre that you are now in, because we are so genre-based, um, are you, what are, what are you identifying as these days in a genre? Um, I mean, I'm going full on MILF. I came back at 34. I mean. I think that that is, uh, and I, I think you look great. And I think the short hair actually helps that right, look a little bit. otherwise I don't really look old. <laughs> <laughs> because there's the interesting, you know, there's the teen, there's the MILF, and then there's the middle category that some people fit into, some don't, called, you know, babe. And it's just, you know, and it's a great category, and I love it. And uh, yeah. I, I was like I was like the category that in my head is, is she's a sexy chick. She's a sexy girl. Well, how old right. is she? I don't care. You know, I look yeah. at somebody like Jessica Drake, who I don't think identifies as a MILF, but she's yeah. my age. And I look at her and go, I just think she's sexy. Is she a MILF? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, so it's, you know, it's those type of things. So, um, yeah, I do. I do like the babe category, but it's like they don't just shoot movies based off of that. No. Um, and it would be nice because, you know, I feel like there's like a weird thing like I mean Hollywood lies about their age like I mean <laughs> it's just beyond <laughs> like a, a belief and here porn has to hold itself to a standard of realistic standard like age range but like it's not and I'm like everyone ages differently oh, but. Yeah, definitely I mean nobody I don't think anybody has ever looked at Sharon Stone as a MILF. I don't think, when you look at Sharon Stone, you may say she's a, you know, she's an older woman, she's more mature, but nobody looks at Sharon Stone in a Hollywood show, like, I mean, she was just in a Netflix show, and going, Mm -hmm. she's a MILF, I think she, you know, it's like... I think it's the algorithm, you know, it's like the things that you can quantify for, like, what people actually search, Mm -hmm. Um, it's like people, like, they're held on to, like, you have, like, a blow-up of, like, all of this step-son, step-mom, step-this, and and it's just like when people are just looking for like, hey, I just want to see sex. You can't really quantify what it is that that like that is that is. I once typed in hot people fucking because that was just what I wanted to see, and it did, uh-huh. it, it did not. It showed up zero things. It was like, no, you huh, got you got it. Kind no, of a disappointment. I'm, I'm joking, but you know, I mean, now it is. You know, uh, you know, my girlfriend is in the plus size category, but yeah. I mean, she's Carla. She is a chick that fucks, you know, I mean, but it's always, oh, well, you got stuck in the, in porn, it's the BBW category, but she kind of looks at it and goes, when I go to Target, I don't go to the BBW section to go shopping. I go to plus size. Um, And she's very open about it and very body positive. Um, Yeah. No, and I love that. But I hope to one day meet her. She seems super cool. She is super cool. Unfortunately, you know, AVN and XBiz and all of these things are are not only happening virtually, uh, which, you know, I think was a safe call on behalf of, you know, both fans and talent and everyone involved. Um, So, uh, so hopefully someday you do get to meet her. Uh, We, we we plan on being together. We have a great uh, stable relationship and uh, we plan on uh, doing this for a while. So, Um, but, um, You've come back now as a MILF, and how how are you? You mentioned the step 
pretty much anything. I mean, literally, we have the step neighbors at this point. Um, yeah. How are you? Oh doing my god, it? there's step neighbors. I no, haven't heard. I that. feel like we had one where it was step cousins. We've seen step, you know, adopted children. I mean, uh, it's just like everything is step. It's now. just short of fucking your cousin. Exactly. So, <laughs> are you are you fine playing the the mom? Do you enjoy that? You Do know, you ham it I, up. I, I genuinely prefer coming in just as myself and like shooting con- like hot content. But I also really do love providing a fantasy. And, you know, I I am not one to ever like kink shame. And I, I recognize that that's a kink. Like, I mean, it's not something in particular that gets me. Um you know, I'm actually, I prefer, um, older men, um, that I, I would just paper bag younger men. Um, I really need somebody that can actually hold a conversation. <laughs> so, so middle-aged men with dad bods and you're, you're good. Is no, that, not is, dad bods. Oh. I'm, I, I am a, like, I mean, okay. Dad bods, like, because I am, I am a sapiosexual and that tends to kind of coincide. Um, but I, I do, um, just I'm just shy of objectifying some men. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's all it's all good. I was just saying, ah, damn, I had a shot, but now I don't. Sorry, ha- <laughs> sorry, sorry. Hey, uh, well, you've you've always got a shot oh, because you have the greatest fucking humor. Oh well, thank you, thank you. Um, <laughs> I throw a British accent on you, and I think that people would understand it a little bit better. <laughs> um. So I wanted to. You have just now come back to being Jessica Ryan. Um, so I always ask the talent, um, when they have, um, when it's, I've been my persona for too long, uh, too many days in a row, when I've been on set for long, when you come home and you don't want to be your character anymore, where you don't want to be Jessica Ryan, you want to put down Twitter, you want to put all down all the stuff and you just need an evening to be you. Mm-hmm. you've had a break, so maybe this isn't as uh, uh, as big of a thing for you, but what do you do in your private life to get away from your adult persona? Um, you know, it's kind of funny because coming back, it's been a matter of exploring back into my persona. And, um, but I suppose... I've had a couple of busier weeks because I'm literally like two months coming back in. <laughs> like, I, it, it hasn't been too terribly long. I've like been testing the waters for a little bit, but it's really been two months since I've like shot. Um, it's, you know, I, I put on music. I enjoy, like, I've been enjoying solo dance parties where either I'll take like a streaming, like I'll stream a dance class or um, I'll just play dance and do whatever. Um, I, I love drawing and I haven't painted for a while, but, um, yeah, like art, dance, um, reading, you know, escaping into another world is always fun. Nice. And I'm going to put you on the, on the spot right now, uh, with this one. Sorry, I didn't prepare you for this one. Um, you were in for uh, four years, I believe is what you said, and then you mm-hmm. were gone for five years. So mm-hmm. you had experience in a certain period of time in porn, um, mm-hmm. and so you had experiences, and then you had experiences afterwards. So yeah. I would like to see your perspective and what advice you would give to somebody who has maybe been in porn a couple years. Uh, advice mm-hmm. that you can say is going, hey, this is what 
you should maybe start doing to prepare you for when you leave. Now that you've gone out and said, oh shit, you know what? I don't make $1,000 a day and I'm making up a number that is not, I have no idea. But you know, when you leave and you go, oh, I have to go get a job here and I make $12 an hour. Uh, yeah. And I don't know what you did, but do you have any advice for the people who are not necessarily getting out right now, but mm-hmm. to prepare for them that you wish you could have prepared for? Well, um, you know, one of the things like hindsight is 2020, <laughs> 2020, it's such a bad number now. <laughs> um, uh, like I really wish that I had planned on, um, continuing with the, so the content that I had created, um, and making sure that I would make residual income off of that stuff and like, just, you know, keep that going, keep your social media going, um, just to promote that. It's exhausting. Hire somebody maybe, um, And, you know, um, consider when you're going to be looking at creating a resume, if you're going to be working for somebody else, um, you know, if I know that getting incorporated right now is more um, of a popular thing, which I think is fucking fabulous. Um, you know, make sure you have your job title written out for that. Um, if you don't have, like, you can't, it's, it, you can't easily just be like, Hey, look at the social media marketing that I've done for myself. Um, because you're going to be taking them to your alternate like ego. Um, maybe find a way to do that in whatever capacity you might actually be interested in. Um, because then you can take that skill set and still promote it, um, for other jobs because digital marketing, you don't need to have a degree for it. It helps, but like, bitch, you, you'd be doing all of that stuff already. Like claim that and find a way that, you know, you have a plan B. Um, and yeah, I don't know. There's so many things I, I, <laughs> in I, regard to that. And definitely save your money. Um, you know, find, yes. find things that you can invest into. Absolutely. And I think you made a very good point about uh, a lot of the talent, especially more and more now, um, are becoming, I would go so far as to say experts in oh God, yeah. social media um, and w- for promotion. And if there, if we were in a, in a, in a dream world where talent could come out and say, Hey, you know what? I did porn and this is how I promoted myself. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'd like to make a hundred thousand dollars a year running your social media department um, afterwards. And then they look at it and go, Oh shit, you guys, this person knows exactly what we need, but so many people can't go. So what do you know about social media? Um, well, I took a, I took a class one time and you know, they can't say, Oh, by the way, I had five platforms. I had, you know what I mean? So so I think it's really hamstringing. Like it really sucks. Cause it's like, you just like, I mean, there are some businesses that you can possibly go to and be like, Hey, this is what I've done. And you know, the worst they can say is no, but you you know, be prepared that you're going to have this window of where you've been working your ass off. And if you don't know how to portray that in another capacity, that you're going to be kind of lost. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for that. That is great advice. Uh, exactly. I knew I was putting you on the spot, but I, I had a feeling you could uh, pull that one out. So thank you so I much. I got words. <laughs> I got words for days. Um, so... <laughs> Thank you again for coming on the show. So um, tell you what, uh, why don't you uh, let everybody know where your fans, your followers, your stalkers, where everybody can find you out there on the interwebs. 
<laughs> uh, on Twitter, I'm at Jessica Ryan XOXO. Um, and then on um, Instagram, it's Jessica Ryan's Art Box because, like I said, I do like drawing and that occasionally happens on there. Um, and then my OnlyFans is um, Jessica Ryan's Art Box. Um, and I post things on Twitter quite frequently, so you'll see where I'm at. <laughs> Awesome. Thank you so much. My name is Mo Reese. This has been More with Mo. You can find me on Twitter at Mo Triple X or Mox as some people like to call me. On Instagram, I am The Average Mo. The podcast has social media as well at More with Mo on both Instagram and Twitter. Whatever platform you're listening to the show on right now is, I'm sure, absolutely amazing. Personally, I listen to it on SoundCloud because uh, that's just what I do. But it's also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and according to Google, a few other places. So wherever you are listening to it, uh, go ahead help me out um you'll comment like uh, favorite or what, whatever people do on each of those platforms because you know it helps uh it helps show me what direction i should go in and uh, it, what the things you guys like um and if you really want to help out the show if you want to help keep the power on here and uh do all that um Go check out my mini vid store. It is the averagemopov.com. That's where you're going to find the dirty stuff. You know, the hot chicks from the past <laughs> sucking my dick. And that one time I jerked off on Lego. Thanks for listening. What?